This is the Young Family Podcast. everybody and welcome to the Young Family Podcast. It is I, your host E. Young, joined as always by my co-host. The TBC. What's up TBC? What's up? Uh, well, today's episode is, it's brought to you by Dream. And that, Carolyn, is our original children's book written and illustrated by the Young Family Podcast. Uh, it is currently for sale on Amazon in paperback form for $7.75 with free shipping if you have Prime. Uh, it's also in ebook form for $2.85. Uh, and to get Dream today, please visit bit.ly slash youngfamilypodcast, all lowercase, and follow the link to buy the book in your preferred form. Uh, TBC, let me just tell you a little bit about this. All right, Dream is the ultimate bedtime story for any kid, almost any age, as long as they read bedtime stories. It's mostly pictures. It's simple text. It tells an awesome story about a trip to the moon with a Triceratops companion. And if you have a baby shower coming up, a kid's birthday, don't give the books that everyone has read and given and received a million times. You can give Dream instead. For under $8 with Prime, it's a guaranteed new reading experience for everyone. And you get to look super cool for knowing about something that nobody else does. Again, go to bit.ly slash youngfamilypodcast, all lowercase, to get your copy of Dream today. And that, my friends, was the obligatory plug of our brand new book, Dream. You just got all the info on it. Uh, how do you feel about our book being out there? Well, right now, I am, like, anxious. Why are you anxious? Because you and I have a difference of opinions with, like, marketing the book. Okay. Like, you are, like ready to go yes like let's jump on it for me i'm like let's see it first mm -hmm. we don't even know what it looks like in paperback form but with all that said i'm very excited it has just like literally this second yeah delivered to my sister's house no way so I am just anxious to see what it looks like. All right. So, I mean, like, just to add on to what Carolyn was talking about, um, I totally jumped the gun. As soon as um, the book was approved by Amazon, literally 30 seconds, as long as it took me to open up a new web browser tab and go to Facebook and post about it on the Young Family Podcast page and then share that on my own personal page, that's how quickly I did it. <laughs> Because I was so excited. I had gone through so much to um, get it approved by Amazon. There were um, seven drafts of the manuscript and cover, and uh, several were rejected. And uh, so then to eventually get it approved and for it to be available, it meant that we had we had done it. We we were officially published authors and Dream was available for the very, very first time in paperback form. And uh, Carolyn's absolutely right. Anyone with some common sense would have then ordered a copy for themselves <laughs> <laughs> and then said, all right, well, let me see how this looks before we go and announce it to the world. Uh, but, you know, in this particular instance, um, I just wore my heart on my sleeve and I, I um, just have to have faith that, uh, you know, for uh, as rigorous as the proofing process was, um, that the final printed copy is going to come out good. That's just what I'm going to take this 
calculated risk on. And uh, it's not a smart one. <laughs> Carolyn is right. Uh, but it is where we are right now with the uh, uh, with the book. So uh, quite a few people have ordered it already. And we will all simultaneously be getting our first look at it in the next couple of hours or days. And uh, so are you getting real live updates right now from your sister? What did she say? She says it looks awesome. Get out. She sent me a video. I won't play it right now because I don't want to like interfere with like the podcast and like listening. But with words, she said it looks awesome. I see the cover. I'm super excited. I'm super proud of like you because you did all of the work. Obviously, we're just excited and we're happy that it's it's finally out. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're going to try and be tactful about this and we're not going to go on and on about it. Um, something that I want to know if there are people out there that have expertise in this area. What are your recommendations for promoting a self-published book? If you're somebody who's ever gone through this journey, uh, definitely share your insight with us. We are in dire need of knowing that at this time and this stage of the process. Uh, but as Carolyn said, uh, we are happy. We are proud. And, uh, you know, just go to our regular bit.ly slash Young Family Podcast, all lowercase. Uh, there are links there so you can buy it in uh, ebook form or, of course, the newly minted paperback form. With that, TBC, should we get onto the outside world? Do it. So um, the Super Bowl happened last Sunday. Everyone's talking about it. Uh, we've actually had a, a week now, almost, to kind of percolate on it. And, um, you know, uh, uh, the big takeaway from the Super Bowl is always going to be the halftime show. Yes. Uh, it always tends to overshadow the game itself uh, in terms of just, you know, the, the, the public outcry. And that's what it seems to be over the last couple of years. It's always... Um, it's it, it's sliding between um, outrage, disgust, uh, or disappointment. I think the best case scenario in a Super Bowl recently has been that people are just disappointed with the quality of music. And uh, then, of course, you have uh, instances like this show with Shakira and Jennifer Lopez, uh, which has apparently invoked some outrage. So talk to us about that, TBC. Yeah, so I... I love dance. I love music. I love... You were a dancer as a kid, right? Yeah, like, not like a really great... Not like a So You Think You Can Dance dancer. But I was like... I was like in dance class. But didn't you audition for the Orlando Magic Cheerleaders? Right, but I didn't make it. Still, you are in that arena. Anybody can, anybody can try out, okay? So they're not turning anybody away. All right. But I mean, I had enough confidence to try. Yeah. But I didn't make it. And okay. that's okay. I, I think it's something to hang your hat on. I tell people that you're a former Orlando Magic cheerleader oh all the time. Please don't do that. That's not true <laughs> at all. Um, so, you know, all of us are watching it. Our kids were actually awake at the time because we had um, an activity that we, you know, that we did during the day. So all It was the, a non-traditional day. Our kids had late naps, so therefore they were not tired at normal bedtime. So we allowed them to watch the halftime show. Yeah. Or at least Jackson. And I was just like, I was just like into it. I wasn't like offended by it. I 
was just like, watch, watch, watch. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's on the pole. Oh my gosh, like, you know, like, you know. And I'm like, are they doing it live? Like, you know, you know, look at these moves. And um, the next day, we just basically had all of these opinions come out about like, oh my gosh, I did like my kids like watch it. I had to close their eyes. Like they were like strippers. And then I was like, oh, like did I miss something? Like am I a bad mom for letting my- Should you be feeling bad for allowing your kids to watch it? Yeah, I didn't really know like what the big deal was. And then I was kind of like questioning like my parenting. Was it something that I should have been more like cautious about? I don't know. I mean- How did you feel at the point of the show where uh, Jackson and I were playing hockey in front of the TV while the show was going on? And then there were several moments throughout because it is undoubtedly a spectacle. No matter who's performing, uh, just the sheer scale and the vibrance of a Super Bowl halftime show is going to make anyone of any age stop and stare. And that's the idea. Uh, And so there were several times throughout the show where uh, Jackson did exactly that as a three-year-old child. uh, He just kind of stopped playing hockey, which is kind of hard for him to do sometimes. And he just sort of stared at the screen. And how did you feel specifically in those moments where I said, Jackson, this might be the moment where you become a man? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess that's what people were talking or like referencing. It's like, is this appropriate for children? Mm -hmm. And with you saying this is when you become a man, it's because he's watching these like adult moves, these adult shaking. And um, so like maybe like you made like everyone's like point. Now I really wasn't like, I didn't, like I said, I did not think anything about it because I still allowed him and me and you to watch this show. Another question. Were you blindsided by the content of the show? Meaning that like, haven't we all kind of understood what the brand of Shakira and J-Lo is all about, seeing as they've been A-list celebrities and performers for the last 20 years? So I was not... Were you shocked was, that there was booty shaking? No. So for Or one, a poll? For one, I'm going to answer your question that no, I was not shocked. Neither now, was I. On the other hand, I think that performing in the Super Bowl, not only, like, you are basically catering to all audiences. Mm -hmm. Like, no matter what the genre of music is, you are catering to literally everybody. Right. And it is hard to please everybody. Mm -hmm. So it's like, at that point, you just have to, like, be true to yourself as an artist and and just know that you're going to get some backlash. Yeah. Now, I don't think any of their outfits were like too risky i mean jennifer lopez was like in almost like a one-piece bathing suit like a sparkly bathing suit okay so it's not like she was showing any less clothes than like you would at like a beach true or like a pool party right 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 Okay. so i mean like i really wasn't offended by like their outfits and i wasn't offended by their booty shaking because that is you know what they do now the pole dancing i was more like damn like she is 50 on a pole like doing her thing i'm like like goals yeah yeah so many different ways to uh dissect it and like you said i i mean you're basically this is a show that is going to be uh viewed by let's just go ahead and say 
all of America, right? I know that there are some people that are not too fond of the NFL anymore. There might have been some large-scale yeah, boycotts, sure. things of that nature. Uh, but by and large, uh, this is one of the most viewed spectacles in one of the most viewed spectacles, the halftime show of the Super Bowl. You just can't get around that. So it's such a large or a, a breadth of individuals that uh, this show is intended for. You are... Oh, you, you're, you're lucky if you're going to please more than half of them, with, which means that a bit, approximately you can expect that about half the country is going to be displeased with the show in some way. But and, I mean, but like you said, I mean, it's hard to please everybody, but yet you also have to know that if your kids are up at 830 at night or whatever time the show was, it might be a little bit like more like risky and it's up to you if you want your child to watch it or not. For me, I guess I'm like... An idiot. I don't really know. I didn't take offense to it. I was just like, become a man. Listen, you are an idiot, but <laughs> but not for that reason. Oh, for other reasons. <laughs> no, I mean, um, I, I, like you said, if, if you feel like this is uh, going to be detrimental to your child in some way, you don't watch. And if you felt, or maybe you watch it and then you, or if you felt like you kind of preview it. I, I guess. Or, or I mean, like, let's just say that you were like, well, this is, you know, this is uh, something that I can expect to be family friendly. And then you were blindsided by the content of the Shakira and JLo show, though I would question your awareness of society well, and pop culture at that point. If you were blindsided by it, you turn it off. Well, here. And so, so, so uh, I'm, I'm saying that nobody's got a gun to your head forcing you and your children to watch it like there's the sense of accountability well and i kind of disagree with you all right because i think that where a lot of like parents were coming from is it's like it's the super bowl mm -hmm. so it's like you know that everyone is watching of all ages mm -hmm. so it's like if that is the case then you are kind of watching it as a family kind of with the maybe like the assumption that it's going to be a family-friendly show because it's like a family-friendly thing. So I think it's like, that's like where, that's where people are upset because they're watching it like thinking it's going to be catered to like everybody. And then with like the stripper pole and like some of like the booty dancing or like the Shakira tongue thing, it's like that's like why, why people are like, I think, now I don't I mean I didn't yeah. agree with that or yeah. like feel that way. I, I mean I appreciate you representing that stream of thought and that and that's what I was saying is that there really uh, uh, there are just so many different opinions that need to be taken into account in something like this that it's impossible to dissect them all. But uh, to that point, I would also say that the Super Bowl kind of has had this responsibility of uh, raising the bar, no pun intended. Uh, year over year because I think that the only thing that they fear more maybe than like this oh this was too much sort of backlash is in years past like underwhelming where they've had you know superstars or they've had these like classic rock bands and whatnot like I forget uh, I think it was the who was one of the last classic rock bands that they tried like to boring they tried to trot them out for the Super Bowl and they're like look it's like million time Grammy award-winning like Hall of Fame band the who and everyone was like this sucks <laughs> because there was no pizzazz there was no fire so i think that the the nfl a hundred times out of a hundred would rather be airing to this side of like ooh, you guys really pushed the envelope um 
because uh, it's it's worse for them to appear on the other side of the spectrum. And and guess who's responsible for that? We the people. We the people have put that uh, put them in that situation because of the responses that we've given to previous Super Bowls. I think that you're kind of like damned if you do and damned if you don't. But for me, I was more like, man, these like two not old older women yeah, no, are like are kicking, older women. are kicking ass <laughs> and like looking amazing, you know. And I was just like, like you go, girls. You took from it this uh, essence of like female empowerment. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And so I mean, and I think that that honestly, if there was like, if you kind of put yourself in that staff meeting when they were designing the content of this show, that was probably like pillar number one of why they thought that all of this was okay. They're like. We are older women that are going to be, you know, like uh, touting our our bodies and our sexiness. And we are not we don't want to feel ashamed about that anymore. We want to break down barriers and we want people to feel feel proud of who they are and how they look and their bodies, no matter what age they are. And um, they probably were all about the essence of female empowerment. So for you. For someone like you to take that from this show, as opposed to being offended or angered in any way, it's a slam dunk for them. Yeah, I agree. But obviously, our opinion is not everybody. So you as listeners, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Do you agree with us? Were you on this side? We're a little bit more upset. What did we miss? I didn't even get into my entire theory about how whenever anything like this goes down and then there is the blogs that come out about how people were outraged about how I think that all of that is totally blown out of proportion. And I mean that literally in terms of they are inflating the number of people that were offended because did you talk to anyone personally like a face-to-face conversation that said, I did not like the Super Bowl show, halftime show, because I was offended. I did get um, a text from a friend of mine who does have kids who just mentioned that I, th- I believe that they shut it off. Okay, all right, and I and I salute them for doing that. Or they were like, or they were like distracting the kids, or they were kind of like redirecting into like a different. I maybe like she still watched it as like the mom, but yeah. I think they were like redirecting. Yeah, they like, said, like, uh, like the children. Right. Um, I wonder at what point it was. I wonder if it was when the the stripper pole came out. <laughs> <laughs> the dancing pole. I don't know what the proper name so for Shakira it is. So Shakira then was like, the all pole. okay? Right. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's where I would love to know when the moment was that she was like, <laughs> I think that that was good. That was like a cultural thing. But um, so I had had zero conversations with people that were personally offended by it. Uh, in, and I guess I still haven't. But I did hear a friend of mine who I play hockey with uh, whose mom called the FCC. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, all right, well, there, that kind of blows a hole in my argument. Um, but basically, I think that all these blogs are just looking for attention, and they are, they are now trained to start the controversy so that people click on their articles. And they're like, guys, did you know everyone was offended by this? But meanwhile, the only people that I ever talked to about it in real life um, were more angered that people were offended by it. Uh, meaning that they were not offended themselves. But again, like TBC said, we want to know your opinions. Uh, we've had you know the full work week to kind of reflect on it now. So uh, w- what are your thoughts? We want to know. Hit us up, youngfamilypodcast at gmail.com, and let's get into emails. Email. 
All right, everybody. And uh, we have an email here from a listener who writes, I listened to the episode when you were talking about your kids referencing the Hey Ladies Tracy Morgan bit. It reminded me of a time my parents let me and my sister watch the Beetlejuice movie. Looking back on it, I am not sure why they let us watch it as that movie was questionable at best. There is a part in the movie when Beetlejuice grabs his junk and says honk honk. Then afterward, no matter where, my sister would grab her crotch area and yell honk honk. My parents were mortified and embarrassed, but they chose not to make a big deal of it like you guys did, and it passed in no time. Anyway, love the show. Excited for the book. Have a great day. I'm assuming that the um, the little sister here in this story was like exactly that. She was like a little uh, girl. Yeah, like young. That's what I would think too, but because especially like if you're like mortified and like they probably are doing it like all the time. I mean, I would still be mortified as a parent if they were like a teenager doing it. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Uh, But I'm going to assume that it was um, a a situation more similar to ours where you've got little kids that kind of are doing something that's embarrassing, uh, but they don't really know what it's like. They they don't get it. Have you seen that movie? I mean, uh, maybe. I mean, what are we talking like early 90s? This is early 90s oh, Beetlejuice? I think it was either like late 80s, early 90s. Right. So, I mean, if I saw it, then it's been 25 years. It was years. like an interesting movie. And it's kind of funny that like... This is the Tim Burton's you have, version, right? Oh, I don't know it like that much. Like, but, you know, the like the Edward Scissorhands? No, I mean, I know Tim Burton, but yeah. I don't know if that's like... Uh, I think it was his version of I just of remember Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice so it was pretty, being such like a weird looking it, uh, yeah, like, creature more, or like... Yeah like monster or mm-hmm, something i don't mm-hmm. know what he really was but but um it's so funny because like you know we let our kids watch not questionable movies but maybe for their age <laughs> like home alone or um elf yes might be a little bit too old for them but we're because they're, they're classics to us you like, can tell we that we make the exceptions with christmas movies yeah that's true i don't think we've made because an exception. i still want to watch like my classics right so, and we want them to, to appreciate them growing up, and that's going to be a part of our family. So it's tradition. like funny because it's like Jackson wants to eat spaghetti like the elf does, but that that like big just, like like the long spaghetti like, dri- like just like coming out of yeah, his mouth, cascading onto your plate. So it's like funny what they pick up from movies. So like for this listener whose little sister is like grabbing the junk and like yelling honk honk. I mean, I definitely think it's like more embarrassing than like the Hey Ladies because it's like literally <laughs> a girl grabbing her, you know, V and, you know, yelling honk honk. I mean, it is funny. I mean, how could you not laugh? I mean, kudos to those parents for just riding it out because, uh, like you said, on, on the scale of like inappropriateness, um, Hey Ladies is like, is way more mild than this. Yeah. Um, and then it's like when you get like the laughs, which I'm sure that like the child did, then the child's like, oh, well, this is funny. I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah, this is my go to move. Right. Um, so. So, yeah, I'd say that the real heroes in that story are the parents for just like you can't laugh. You can't react to it because that's what fuels the children. For, yeah. Is, is yeah. The, adact- or the reaction and the validation from the parents. And uh, and even. More so, it can it can backfire if you are like, that's horrible. You don't ever do that. It's like, but you are still giving them this pronounced reaction. Um, and so when they want anything out of you, good or bad, they know what their go-to move is. So, so literally the way to, to, to starve that beast 
is just to, you know, just to uh, to starve it of the reactions. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So um, uh, fun share. And yeah, thanks for that email. We appreciate people send, sending in their thoughts and stories and reactions. You may always do so at youngfamilypodcast at gmail.com. TBC, shall we wrap up today's episode? Yeah. Uh, why don't you tell everyone where they can find us online? You can find us at bit.ly slash youngfamilypodcast. Now you can find our book, and all of our podcasting links on that uh, website. So feel free to continue to share the love like you've been doing. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Listen, and uh, I should have said this up at the the very beginning of the episode, but uh, we were trying not to talk about Dream too much, but uh, a gigantic thank you for sh- to everyone. When I did race to Facebook and drop the information in the Young Family Podcast and my personal page, uh, the reaction was s- simply overwhelming. Yeah. And so we want to say thank you to everyone that has already uh, caught themselves a uh, a book uh, in paperback or ebook form. I mean, this is for you. This is for you guys. And really, all the work and the entire journey has been so that this book can make a positive impact in the lives of you and your family. So, mwah, kisses. We love you. Until next time, we're saying deuces on behalf of the TBC and myself and... Bye! This is the Young Family Podcast. This is the Young Family Podcast.